Hi, you're listening to The Visitation here on St. Gabriel Radio. I'm Mary Beth Eberhard here with my good friend Lisa Iglesias. Hey, Mary Beth. Hey, lady. I'm excited to see you because I haven't seen you. Yeah, I know. I'm so glad we're back together. It's too long. It's just too long. But thank you, Jesus, for this time together. Amen. How's everything going? Things are good. Things are good. Um, You're an Ima of... Well, seven, seven now, yeah, but yeah. you have, you have a new little. Yeah. I've got mm. two that I get to take care of Monday through Friday. And, um, um, when you talk about like young moms, old moms, old mom feels really tired on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> I love the pictures that you send though. They're oh. so sweet. I think the perspective is different too, when you are, um, or must be at rather because I'm not uh, an, an Ema, a grandma, <laughs> but, um, you know, what you appreciate is different. You know, what happens is the little things or big things where you like, oh, this is exasperating. You know, like uh, I remember how I reacted before. Mm. It wasn't good. And now <laughs> I have uh, not not a chance to redo. It's not like that. It's not like that. Um, that's too simple to say because it is so different and complex. Um, but I but I um, I do get those moments to, you know, throw up a thank you Jesus that I have a chance to um, not speak from standing up here in a rush but get down on my knees and go what are you feeling and since that's been their language of being raised this little two-year-old can say oh, oh nervous <laughs> you know or whatever <laughs> you know like upset I'm like oh upset okay and I you know as a young mom I was like get in the car you don't have your shoes you know <laughs> not always i love it but, that, but there is a there is a it's it's like it's almost like jesus going hey, okay here want to try this one and he'll 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 throw me this particular situation and be like oh wow yeah and again i'm sorry about that but <laughs> i love that and it actually ties into kind of what i wanted to bring to the front porch here today is that um that notion of recreate like jesus giving us that opportunity to um, to to recreate or to 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 change our perspective um and so let me tell you where um the situation where it came to mind okay love it yeah here we go because this this one speaks to like some of just like my background a little mm -hmm. bit and a little wounds um and i'm recognizing those um because it's so important, at least it is when you're young. And, and I think even when you're 47 or, you know, 47 Almost, plus with you, yeah. um, <laughs> with the um, belonging. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> no, we all want to belong. Yes. Right. It, when, when, we're, when we're, it's like every chance you get. <laughs> I know. Well, because you know what you make, you make, you make it beautiful. I'm, I'm, I want to, <clears throat> I want to. I make Lisa almost fifty-four look beautiful. Like almost fifty. No way. <laughs> almost. I love it. That's true. It's like in a week. Okay. 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 Anyways, um, I digress. I'm trying oh, to be serious. Man. <laughs> I I was at Lord, come to my assistance. <laughs> I was at the cafe, not St. Gabriel's cafe. Oh, but, but it's nice a, to be there. A real cafe, like, um, and, um. There was, you know, big student gathering things. And so moms were doing their own individual things, right? And so I'm sitting at my little table and I'm writing an article. And I noticed these like two or three moms in there. They're all, they've got their coffees and they're chatting and they're, they're um, laughing. And I thought, 
for so many years, I have tried to have deep conversations with these women. They are so neat. And like, they're, they're amazing. Lord, why can't I be part of that group, right? And then of course, like a few more ladies come by and they like pull up chairs. They literally just pull up chairs and it's like the group expands for mm. them. And I'm like, yep. Or maybe take a, ta- a chair from your table. Yeah, um, is anyone even better, here? right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. But yeah, probably has happened. <laughs> it's and happened I'm, to me, girl. And I'm thinking, why, why don't I belong? Mm. Like what's wrong with me, right? And I was sitting there in my pool of, you know, sadness. And, and I thought, now, you are older, you are wiser. Lord, show me what I'm, like, show me how, show me you in this situation, mm-hmm. right? And so I was pondering and reflecting, and um, and I realized that maybe these people just don't feel a connection with me. Mm. And as hurtful as that might be in the moment, if I turn the tables on myself, there are people who are delightful, right? Amazing, wonderful people who I just don't feel a connection mm-hmm. with. And so I am... At the moment. At the moment, right? You never right? know. Right, Lord, at this part Lord of our journey together, correct, right? Correct, correct. But I, I might, you know, I can be kind and we can share a cup of coffee or, you know, things like that or say hello at a sporting event or whatever, wherever it may be. But that might be all I feel, and so that same grace that um, I need in that situation from that person, like, look, I'm not judging you. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying any n- negativity other than it's just not a match for mm-hmm. you and me. Mm-hmm. I have to extend that to those people sitting at that table over there. Mm, wow. Right. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like calling each one of them out in my heart. Right. And I'm like, Lord, that person is a lovely person. Um, it's just not a match right now. Mm. and how yucky that feels but also like um i think that that's where he's calling us what do you think well yeah he just transported me back when the time machine to um (laughs) having all kindergarten maybe well no having all well sure there's those moments but um having all four homeschooling and we joined co-op and it was um something that i you know i was here feeling pressure from my friends who um, were still part of the local Catholic school and we all loved each other, but they were all kind of like, where's the socialization for your kids, you know, <laughs> and the electives, you know, like you're just hitting all the, you know, subject. I'm like, right, I'm supposed to hit the subjects. That's what I thought I was supposed to do. But so we joined a co-op and there's about, um, <clears throat> there's almost a decade gap between the two older boys and the littles. So the littles were in like, you know, I think it was some kind of, um, was it American Heritage Girls? It was some kind of horsey girl. Uh, learn about, I don't know. It wasn't, I don't know. It was an elective that was. It was exciting and fun and they colored and it was great. And they, um, and then little one was in some kind of tumbling or something, you know, mm-hmm. something for little. Sure. Put the little boys in something. <clears throat> and then the big ones did photography and chess or yeah, taekwondo. And they did something. And, um. But I needed that. I was drowning and I was exhausted and I had such self-doubt in this early couple of years of homeschooling. And, um, and I thought this is going to be great because um, all these moms homeschool too. 
And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm in this world of people who are going to get me. <clears throat> and they had all been homeschooling since their oldest were little, which was different for us. We started homeschooling when our oldest were in middle school. Mm. And I made no connections. And I remember sitting on the floor with my back against the wall, watching all these uh, very happy moms. And they were like planning and they had stickers and they had calendars and they were like uh, planning their their schooling. And I was in my mind, a very lame homeschooler and um, ordered all of the books per grade. And they came to my house and I was like, yay, I'm doing great, you know? <laughs> I'm not going to plan one thing. I'm going to let the teachers who make these plans do that because I don't have a teacher brain. I have a nurse brain. Awesome. <clears throat> so I felt so weird. I would mm. look forward every week to that um, Friday and we'd go. And not only did I, was I suffering in my brain going, we're losing a whole day of school. Cause I would think no problem. We'll just come home and do school. <laughs> no, everyone's exhausted afterwards. There was no school that happened on Friday. So I would beat myself up about that. But then at the same time, like the whole point of this was a little break for me. But instead of just, and also maybe I would be super cool like them and plans my, my, my days or whatever lesson plan. And uh, so I just sit there and, and stew and thank God I didn't have, well, who knows if I had the internet on my phone, I would have probably just sat there scrolling. But instead I just kind of like took out my make-believe calendar and kind of like wrote things in like, we'll have pizza next week or we'll (laughs) think we'll go to, we will ride bikes, you know, on Sunday. And, um, but I remember feeling invisible. I remember feeling, um, like, why do I do this every week? And then after a while, yeah, a couple of the moms were, were like, hello. And they really wanted me to join their denomination. And so, um, since I was young and didn't have like, any kind of language about what do I do in that situation, I would clam up and be scared. <laughs> they would ask me to come to church. Oh my gosh, I'm such a, I'm such a piece of work. Uh, but still am. But um, I know the feeling, girl. I know that feeling of, wow, there, and it wasn't even like, like nowadays, like, you know, like the, the glamorous mom with the amazing hair and her makeup's just right. And she's got two babies on her hip and she's got all this gaggle of kids and, wow, she's killing it, you know. Um, It wasn't even that. It was just their community. You know, they were so tight and they were so, there was grace amongst themselves. Like, hey, I can take your kid home and I can just, oh, no problem. We're called to, um, you know, like we're called to belong. We're called, like we're called into community. And I think that it's, it's interesting because we, as humans, we, I, at least for myself and, you know, we tend to be very negative about ourselves or to, you know, to instantly think like it's something I'm doing that is making it so that I don't fit in. Um, but then, you know, like you think of the apostles, right? And you think like, dude, they didn't fit in, right? Oh gosh, yeah. Right? They didn't fit in. And Lord, if it, I'm... Almost like, actually, look at them. They actually didn't. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they didn't fit in with each other. And I, you know, I love the chosen for that because it gives that model of like just how different they were. Right. Um, and yet we cannot fit in with someone and we can still pray for them. We can, 
we can not fit in with people and still show great charity and love, right? But we can also cultivate and be grateful for the relationships we do have. Um, it is, I think I, I found this great quote. It's St. Francis de Sales. And he says, love your neighbor, dear reader, with a great charitable love, but befriend only those with whom you can be mutually supportive in virtue. The higher the virtues that you put into these relationships, the more perfect will your friendship be. Mm. And, you know, with lofty goals like that, I think, now Mary Beth, could you really hold, attain that with, with having that type of relationship with everyone. I don't think so. I think that we're, um, we're called to have depth and, and then we're called to, um, have kind of a brevity of relationship, right? Mm. Um, not everybody is called for that depth. So what I'm saying here on the visitation, um, on St. Gabriel radio (laughs) with my dear friend, Lisa Iglesias (laughs) is that it's gotta be okay. It's got to be okay for us to not fit in. Mm -hmm. And it's got to be okay for others to not fit in with us. Mm. And I'm pondering that as a woman and I'm pondering that as a mother. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, what you experienced was just this opportunity to, you know, be there in the sorrowful mysteries. Like we can always, you know, relate to Jesus and uh, being you know, all that he went through there, like you, you had a moment of feeling outcast and feeling um, unloved and ignored and all the different, right. All the different things that are part of those mysteries. But at the same time, you had a chance because Jesus has had you um, walking this path in your life of uh, faith. Um, You had a chance to actually pray. And I, and, and what that made me think of just as you were sharing this about um, the virtues to to try to cultivate within the friendships that those are going to be those tight friendships and those are going to be the ones that are life giving. Was um, back there in my little story there. I didn't pray. I wasn't praying for those people. I wasn't reflecting. Lord, what do you want to teach me? All I was was just like, oh, poor me, right? Because I had not. Um, What's wrong with me? Oh, I had not like cultivated. You know, leaned in closer to Jesus in that moment. Like, oh, what is? What is the more you want? What are you showing me? And I think when you do, like you prayed in that moment, and um, even though you weren't feeling super happy, right? Like nope. you prayed in that moment, but, um, and then that work that then he does, the Holy Spirit does, like that starts to show outwardly. Mm. You know, like there's a confidence, maybe there's a, a peace that then will show through that perhaps will lead to, that particular connection with somebody else. I don't know. Right. And I almost envision myself instead of like when they look over for seven years. Mm. Right. And I like tip my head down because I don't fit in. Mm. I mean, how middle schoolish is that? Right. But then now we're having that grace. We are. I mean, and thank you. Thank you for that reminder, you know, because we're always growing, but now having that conversation with the Lord and this recognition that sometimes um, we don't, we're not meant at this time to, to walk with certain people and it's gotta be okay. Right. I can, I almost envision my face raising, right. And looking at them and being like, like just giving a smile, like, Mm -hmm. you know, good morning. And then being okay. Mm -hmm. Because I wonder, and not that this is the big fix, right. But I wonder if 
my body language and all of my feelings are like this cloud, right? And gosh, that feels heavy, mm. right? I don't, I, nobody wants, nobody is attracted to that. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go sit with that, that rain cloud over there. <laughs> pig pen, you remember right? pig pen yes, walked exactly around and you had the cloud walking around. And I couldn't, yeah. but, but nobody wants to go sit with that person, right? Mm. And sometimes in different situations, I think we let ourselves be that person. You know, it could also be their perception of of who you might be, whether it's um, the sports team that you back. You know, if oh gosh, are you um, this this particular team from the state that they don't say the name of? You know, up north. <laughs> and then uh, are you oh gosh, you're a Buckeye. You know, whether it's that kind of like prejudice or with faith. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, a number of kids like, you know, I find the beauty in you having eight kids like, I mean, that's beautiful and good, but not some folks, they'll take it as far as you're just an environmental problem because <laughs> people have large families like, well, I'm sorry, what are you talking about? But like, I mean, you never know the prejudice that's coming with just like who they quote know you to be. And, and so, you know, got to pray like God bless them. They don't know me. And, um, Lord, whatever you want to do in this, okay, fine. But um, but it isn't a good feeling. <laughs> it's 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 one though. As a parent, I wonder if, well, I'm sure that my my kids feel right. Mm. You know, why don't I fit in? And how to do that? Pers- how to give that perspective where I understand um, as a 47 year old woman, where I can be like, oh. Here's why, because, you know, the Lord isn't calling me to walk with that person right now. I mean, if I said that to my 15-year-old daughter, she would be like, okay, yeah, thanks, mom. You know, thanks, thanks I'll talk for to that. you later. Yeah, thanks yep. for that, because now I yep. feel so much so worse. So much better. Yeah, <laughs> you, you've, done, you've done wonders for my self-esteem, mom. Yeah. Because um, I'll never have then friends like that, because if it's not working now, I'll probably never have. <laughs> right, exactly. And But, you know, I don't know. What do you think? Because... um. You know, that I, I think sharing our own story, I think it's really important to be vulnerable with our kids. And, you know, and I do. And I've shared this story with, you know, my kids and been like, you know, man, I just don't feel like I fit in there. Ever felt like that, guys? I would not have done that when I was a first time mom. Correct. Me neither. Yeah. I just wouldn't have. And um, and I think it's, you know, processing feelings with your kids mm-hmm. is really important. I think it's Deacon Doug who once shared the importance of sharing your wounds with your kids. Like I struggled with this when I was Mm. your age and that, that builds a bridge of communication. Yeah. I always should be very afraid of it when he would, (laughs) he would launch into him like, Okay, how far are you going to go with that story? Because I know how that story goes. <laughs> you know, can you just stay at the surface level? Please don't get into the details. Uh, but uh, I think, I think if we, if we start to share a story like that with them, but we just go from like our, what our heart felt like in that mm-hmm. motion, we don't necessarily need to give them the step one, two, three of how to get into that mess. But True. we can, we can talk about how, where my heart was, you know, my heart was feeling this or my heart was feeling that. So... I wasn't who God created me to be, and I dumbed it down to whatever stupid thing my friends wanted to do so I could be part of the group. That, you know, that's a cautionary tale right, right there, you know, so. Yeah. I think no, that's no, okay I like to share that those kind of parts. That's, that's kind of an effect of, so I, I can either, I can either wait for the Lord to act, 
right? And be like, okay, this isn't, I'd like to be friends, part of that group, but it's just not working. It's just not happening. It's not the Lord, like, it's not the Lord's time, right? And we know when it is and when it isn't, but we, we still try to push it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and those situations we can look back on when we were young where we did just push in, right? And and we made choices that weren't wise and how they affected us. Mm-hmm. And we can we can share those a little with them and be like, and man, do I regret those choices. Mm-hmm. As hard as it is for you now, it's better to to be looking. And, you know, waiting is a hard word, but God is always working. Mm-hmm. He's working in your life. He's working in mine. And so watch for him. Mm-hmm. Watch for the people he's putting in your path yeah. and engage with them. Mm-hmm. And that's the yes. Um, I don't know about this, 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 you know, why we have the red light, green lights in relationships, but we do. The Lord gives them to us. Mm-hmm. And we, we can't push past them. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, there's something wrong with you. It's, nope, you're not the one that the Lord wants me to walk with right now. Or those people are not, the, are, um, the Lord is like, no, I have someone or some people that, I, that I'm, I have for you. Wait, watch. And that's the sweet spot. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> like I've solved my problem, so okay, we're good. That's awesome. No. <laughs> but, no, but I think that's true. And I think also um, the, the danger, the place... That, why is it so easy to go to the negativity part like of like mm-hmm. um okay i'm just gonna just gonna mention this you know like so um deacon doug was ordained a couple of years ago and then um we we moved parishes with him and it just seemed like a no-brainer for us it's sure. not it's, that's not a, that's not mandated you can stay at your home parish but um for us it just made sense so uh, right away as you're trying to make connections like you said like actually that feels safer to me make connections like make friends feels like oh, who wants to be my friend you know like who wants to be my friend um um I, there a few things would like kind of like pile on my head like okay they don't know me they all grow like they're everyone here talks about how they've been coming here for 40 years they're coming here for 30 years i went to the school here now my kids go to school here like and that um, I think is meant as, um, isn't that awesome? And I feel like, wow, that is awesome. But, um, and then this like trickles way back into my history, right? Like I'm an Air Force brat. I never lived anywhere longer than two, three years until I've, we finally landed in, you know, in Miami, Florida. And I was married and lived there for 15 years. That's mm-hmm. the longest time I ever lived anywhere. And then, or Ohio, 11 years. That's the longest I've ever lived anywhere. Or, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting there because we're going to be here forever, as far as I know, um, which is great. My point is, though, I don't get that whole, I went here as long as this. I know my elementary school kids, uh, uh, friends, we're still friends. Like, I don't get that. I craved it forever. I felt that was a huge loss in my life that I never had, quote, best friend. I never had you know, and I still don't like that term. Like I, I don't, I don't know if God really wants that. I think God wants you to just be friends and love people. I don't know. I, I really feel like that was an idol anyway, but it's quick. It's very easy because, um, again, I, I think we're constantly have to think of the spiritual. We have to think of, of, of holiness and the evil one. And what would he love? He would love for me to feel alone, 
isolated, um, rejected, and all those things aren't actually happening in that moment, but it's easy to fall, to quickly go there. And so to cultivate like, um, what you're saying is, no, no, let me, let me ask you, Jesus, what are you doing here in this, in this relationship or in this group? You're doing something different. And I don't, I, I can't wait to find out, like, go to that first instead. Amen. That's, you know, that, that prayer card that you want to make for me, if I ever get to be a saint, <laughs> where I like shake it off, right? Yes. I want to be that hologram where um, I'm, you know, shaken off those tendencies to, to, of self-doubt and self-incrimination and all of that. That's where Satan is. And, um, and I think, thank you. And thank you, Lord, for this conversation that that's the, that the sweet spot is where we engage with, um, with the Lord. And we say, where do you want me to go? Who do you want? Who are you putting in my place? And, um, and so Lord, I just ask you, I just ask you to, um, illuminate our paths and give us a, a, a wisdom and a clarity to, know who you are preparing for us and give that green light to, you know, full steam ahead and walk fully with those you put in front of us. And also to have charity and patience with those in that you are saying, hmm, this, this isn't the right person for, um, for you at this time and not to fall into self-doubt Lord, but rather to be grateful and to show charity and maybe be the means to connect that person with someone that is um, meant to walk with them. Lord, be our guide. Jesus, we thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Rebeth. Of course. Thanks for joining us here on The Visitation on AM820. We hope to see you next time.